What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there and welcome back. So since we talked last, I didn't know if it could get crazier, but it turns out it can. So we've been self-quarantining for like three weeks, maybe four. I don't know. Ever since I came back from Dallas, I think we've gone, I think we saw two different people and we, you know, go to the store sometimes. And then this past week, we found out that two of my three children had head lice and I have no idea how they got it. I told my mom, I was like, yeah, obviously they must have gotten it from the yard or something. And she was like, no, that's not how it works. I was like, oh, so we've been having fun with head lice and, and by fun, I mean hours of picking through my daughter's hair and I put Vaseline on it just for anybody who hasn't done that yet. It didn't work. And it took me like 11 washes to get it to a point where it looks somewhat dry, still not even remotely out. So that's been the excitement for me this week is adding one more layer into everything. So today's episode, I wanted to share with you the super simple basics of building a business. So There's how you market, there's how you sell, and there's how you nurture the people who are in your space. And my best clients already have these pieces in place, but sometimes they don't think of it as being that simple. Sometimes they still forget. And so I just wanna dig into these three categories. The other reason that I want to make sure to mention them is because the goal isn't to try and do more, right? It's not I chose one method and then I decided to do 25 others because clearly the method is broken. The goal is is that you choose your super simple processes and then you just become a master at them. So let's start with marketing. Marketing sounds intimidating, right? It sounds like something you need to go learn, study, do more, figure out, get better at. But really at its simplest, marketing is how you connect with your people, with the people who have the problem you solve. And so if marketing is just connecting with people, that feels a lot more manageable. So there's four ways that you can market your business. Four ways you can connect with your people. The first way is paid ads. So a paid ad could be a Google ad, it could be a Facebook ad, it could be Instagram ads, it doesn't matter. But basically you're paying to get in front of your people. Maybe it is a website that custom serves your people Obviously, because it's a website, custom serve them. (laughs) But right, it's a website just for your people. 
and you pay to advertise on that website, right? It doesn't have to be just Facebook ads. It doesn't have to just be Google ads. It's anywhere you pay to be. So that's one type of getting in front of your people. So the second way that you can market is to network in person, right? Go out to things and meet people. Leave your house and connect with people. So the first one's paid ads. The second one is meeting people in real life. The second, no, the third one is social media. And social media could be LinkedIn. It could be Instagram. It could be Facebook. Inside of Facebook, it could be finding your people in Facebook groups. It could be starting your own Facebook group and inviting people into it. It could be posting on your personal page. It could be posting on your business page. Do you see how versatile this can get inside of social media marketing? And then the fourth way to market your business is getting in front of other people's audiences. There's a few ways that this can be done. It's being a guest on somebody else's podcast, right? They have an audience and they invite you to come onto their podcast and then you're featured to their audience giving them value. That same thing can happen with guest writing. So if you aren't on your voice with a podcast, you can still get in front of somebody's audience in a written form. Another way you can get in front of somebody else's audience is with your website. So SEO, for example, site engine optimization, is all about creating a website that's so specific to what your person is Googling that when they go to Google and they enter in that thing that they're Googling that you help them with, your site comes up first. That's you getting in front of Google's audience for free. Another way you can do this is in buying programs, be the star student. I heard this once from Pat Flynn and it just stood out to me, right? Do somebody's program, get results and tell them about it. I know, so mind blowing. (laughs) This has actually been the method that I've used in my business. I didn't set out thinking, ooh, this will be the method I use, but it just happened that I did everything my coaches told me to do and then I told them that I did it and they watched my results as I celebrated, as I right went through all the things and then they wanted to feature me. They wanted to share my success. So we make marketing, getting you connected with your people, very simple when you choose one or two. Now, you might still decide to do all of them, but when you say, this is the thing I'm going to become a master at, I'm going to figure one out, and then the other ones I do maybe as a, like a secondary, and then maybe the other two are just, you know, not planned, not part of it, but sometimes happen. So for me in my business, my one, when I think about my million dollar business, that version of me runs Facebook ads. She brings in her people. It's outside of the circle of people I already know, right? My coaches people. And I bring in my own people and I teach them everything I know from scratch. And so my people are going to come to me from Facebook ads. So that's my number one. So when my brain forgets, hey, what are we doing again? It's like, oh yeah, we're learning how to do it with Facebook ads. So you just decide. The way you create a super simple 
business basics is you have the category of marketing. There's only four ways to market your business and you choose one primary way and become a master at it. Because in order to master it, you have to master it from beginning to end. So let's say webinars, right? Where do webinars fall into this? Well, it just depends, right? You can host a training and that might be nurturing to people that are already in your audience, or if you're actively getting it in front of new people, then it might happen in one of the ways you're marketing. So if you're hosting a webinar, you might run Facebook ads to it, or you might go out into social media and engage with people in groups and invite them, right? And so that webinar might be a piece of how you market that content that you help them with, but you're learning how to go from the beginning stage of finding your people, speaking to your people in the chosen marketing place, having a way to convert them, to bring them from not knowing you, not knowing you can help them to seeing your webinar, your funnel, your free training, whatever it is, and going through that thing to get help, to get a taste of help, and then saying, obviously, of course I wanna work with her, of course. And so make your marketing simple. Choose one and know that no matter which one you choose, you have to master the same process. Taking them through that that process where they don't know you to where they're ready to hire you. The second basic of business is sales. And sales is, it's the part where you invite them to work with you. But I really think a lot of the heavy lifting is done in the marketing Sales can be the package you choose. It could be, right, the length of time, the price, the way that you help them get the results. It can be, um, like, sales can be you making offers to people. But what I find is, is that the work you do in marketing, the connecting, the helping, makes all the difference when you get to the sales process. When people get on the phone with me, 90% of the time, they already know that they want to work with me. The other 10%, they're just so obvious to spot because they're so different. And so your marketing is actually going to be paving the way for your sales section. And the sales section, like I said, right, it's built up of how much does it cost? How long does it last? You inviting people to do that stage. Because I actually left out the sales part in the first two years of business. I helped a lot of people. I would get on the phone with them. I would do free calls. I would like take a look at their stuff. And sometimes people would ask me, how, how can I hire you? And because I didn't know what to say next, I never made an offer. So it sounds really simple to make an offer, but people were actually asking me, how can I hire you? And right, this is, it all sounds like just little details, but I didn't have the mind that was able to let them hire me. It freaked me out. I didn't feel certain that I could help them. I didn't feel certain that I had something of value. I didn't know what to charge. And because I was so uncertain, I wasn't able to show up and be the person, be the coach who could let them hire me. So your sales process is yes, the package and the price and making the offer, But such a huge piece of it, same with marketing, is the thoughts you have about yourself 
inside of your business, your ability to help them, your certainty that what you charge is worth it. So often people struggle with the part where people have money objections and they believe them. They think that there's some money that isn't worth the price they charge. And that's part of sales is that you have to believe that somebody rearranging their choices of what they spend money on is worth it for your coaching. I know for myself in the early stages of growing a business, even still really, although, you know, quarantine, we weren't really going anywhere anyways, but we didn't vacation. We didn't buy new clothes. We were really tight, or I don't know if tight's the right word, but we were very conscientious that how we used our money was a choice. And so I chose to invest in coaching and things that would grow my business rather than choosing things like vacation and new clothes and right like new cars even right we just drove older vehicles we made those choices on purpose and because i made those choices i know that people have money to invest in what they want so your sales element like the very basics are the pieces that you figure out and decide and then of course we always have the mind piece under it all. The third element to a super simple business is the nurturing element of your business. So the nurturing is, right, there's people who come in. So you hosted that webinar, a hundred people registered, uh, 20 showed up live, you sent out the replay, 20 more watched it. Now all hundred of these people are on your mailing list, one or two unsubscribed, but you have them all on your mailing list. How do you nurture them? You wanna decide this ahead of time because if you don't make this simple decision, your brain gets confused. So one of my clients realized that she was putting all of her best content on social media. Now that's okay, but it just depends on how social media is working in your business. For her, it wasn't the place where all of her people were. So she wasn't emailing her list as often, but she was putting really great content on social media. So types of things that are going to nurture your people are going to be your mailing list, right? Once they're there, they're yours to take care of, to nurture, to speak to, to continue to help, to speak to the problem that they're experiencing, to know it so well that it seems kind of creepy to them even, and then speaking to the solution and how you can help them and making an offer to help them, telling them how to work with you, telling them what to do next, right? That's nurturing through email. You might nurture through a podcast. So I don't think of my podcast as a like a way that I meet new people. Now, I'm sure some people come to my podcast new, And I'm sure that other people's podcasts, like my coach, Brooke Castillo, has a podcast and she has millions of downloads. I don't know how many, right? But for her, that's one of the ways that new people find her. Because I know the way I found her was one of my friends, Eleanor, was like, you have to listen to this podcast, go to episode one, start from the beginning. There were like 300 episodes at the time and I was like, okay. And so... I found that podcast as a new person from a referral. 
But I don't count on that as being a huge way that new people are going to find me. So when I think of marketing, my podcast isn't a part of how new people will come to me. Now I connect with new people here, but really I think of my podcast as a way to speak to and help the people who are already in my space. So your email might be a way to nurture, a podcast might be a way to nurture, a blog might be a way to nurture. Um, What else might be a way to nurture? I'm just thinking about if there's anything else I'm missing. Social media actually might be a way to nurture. So if social media is not your primary way of marketing, it might just be a way to nurture. I love doing stories. I didn't used to. But as soon as I learned it, I realized this is the place that I can share a little bit of everything random. And so sometimes I'm making offers. Sometimes I'm inviting people to something. But most of the time, I'm just being a human. And that's what I like. When I look at people I enjoy following on social media, like Shalene Johnson. She's actually one I really enjoy. She does a really good job of balancing being a human and showing her life with business. And so you want to make these simple decisions. How do I get in front of my people? Which of these four ways am I going to be a master at? How do I sell? What are the very simple pieces I put into place? Where do I make offers? This is actually a great point to mention. Um, some like, like one of my clients has a Facebook group. And so for her, she was trying to wrap her head around how do all of these pieces fit together? And again, until you teach your brain and it can really see it, it can't. And so I see her funnel, her process of bringing people into her, drawing them in close very clearly. But for her own brain, she still has to teach it. So she has a group. She doesn't have an opt-in, although she's in the beginning stages of it. And so her process was like engage in social media, um, get started with ads, right? So it's like one with another one that's building up. And so she created a group for moms who are also growing businesses. And so then she goes out into other people's groups. She gives value. She engages. Some of the people come back and follow her, join her group. Facebook promotes her group. Um, and then once people come in, she's nurturing them. She's giving them value. She's right. Like when they come into the group, they know the name of the group. So they're filtering down. So rather than her just posting on her personal page, she's bringing them in the group and it's one filtered layer down of, they're not just everybody in the whole world. They're moms who want to grow their business. And then once they're on the inside, she is in the process then of creating the freebie So then it'll be come over to my mailing list or do a training inside of the group and make an offer. But what she knows then is nobody outside of her group would ever get made an offer to book a consult because offers would only be made in the group and via email. For somebody else who doesn't have a group, it might be that you show up on social media, like if we're saying LinkedIn, and maybe you invite them to book a call from LinkedIn, but maybe you don't. Maybe your goal on social media is only to get them to your free thing onto your mailing list because then it filters them down. It gives them a taste. It brings them into your space. And then once they're in the space 
and they've gotten help, right? I always love to think about the sample at Costco. Once they've joined your mailing list, they've gone through your training, that's the taste. Because when you get to the end of the line, I think I've told you guys this before, but I'm going to tell you again, just so your mind has it burned in there. When you get to the end and check out and you look through all the carts, inevitably one out of every five cart has something people sampled. They didn't come to Costco planning on buying orange chicken, but it's in their carts. And you know, because you saw the sample and now it's in like every fifth cart and that's not a coincidence. So the people who are on your LinkedIn profile, they might be ready to book a call, but the thing they're pretty sure probably more likely ready to do (laughs) is to come and like do your free training. And once they've done your free training, that's the taste. So then they're going to want to book the call. So it's thinking of it in those terms so that your brain knows this is exactly the process somebody comes from and through when they learn and start to work with me. It's the simple pieces of your business that you decide. How do you market? How do you sell? And how do you nurture the people once they're in your space? Because you don't want to let your brain drag you down the path of doing more. Doing all four marketing pieces, changing the sales process, adding more ways to nurture them. Instead, you want to master the ones you've chosen. Because it doesn't take doing more. It takes getting the basics and then coming through and building out the mind of every piece of how you're limiting yourself so that your mind can do the thing at a bigger level. So your mind can make offers. So your mind can believe that what you're selling is so valuable. Those are the two pieces that have to come together. Okay, have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.